Morning Motivation is brought to you by The Great Discovery. The Great Discovery is an exciting new e-learning and e-earning platform allowing experts to connect with audiences around the world in over 20 languages. Link in the show notes for details. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to the Morning Motivation Update for Sunday, June 6th. 2021. I have a question for you to start off with because I do this format once a week and then of course six days a week I do the other format which is the short with the music and I know there are some podcasts out there that are more like this format just talking about a particular topic sharing some tips advice things like that and I do get some decent decent downloads on Sundays as I do all the days and I am interested to know if you would like to have more of this, possibly on a separate podcast feed or what. So email me, michael at guyonosaguy.com. Let me know, is this is Sunday, does it work? Uh, is there a different format you, you'd enjoy? Let me know. I'd love to get your feedback because I'm happy to do what works. I can share my message in all kinds of different ways I can adapt to what people want to hear. You just have to let me know what you want to hear. So email me with that. On to today's message. I've been thinking a lot this week about concepts of uh, identity and confidence and swagger. If you go to my blog, guyknowsaguy.com slash blog, you will see an article on the topic of swagger. Now, swagger has a few different meanings, but as I mean it, Having swagger is the idea of having confidence that's so different from arrogance. Arrogance usually masks insecurity, and you can tell when someone's arrogant to mask insecurity. Uh, they, they get very sensitive. They get very touchy. If you challenge their, their authority, they get really upset. Swagger, on the other hand, just kind of whatevs. We're good. One thing I said in the articles is the difference between what would you do if you knew you could not fail to what would you do if you didn't care if you failed? Because you know there's no real failure. You win or you learn, but you don't fail. You just kind of kind of did a thing. Swagger is that sense of whatevs. I know I'm good, whether you appreciate it or not. Whatevs. And I've realized over the past um, few weeks, now throwing my back out, it threw out more than just my physical spine and, uh, and gave me some muscle issues. Uh, I, it seemed to misalign my whole universe. Uh, it misaligned me physically. It misaligned me mentally. I was just totally, totally out of whack. And I realized I'd kind of lost my swagger. I'd lost my confidence and my focus, especially as things were getting back into person and everything was changing. And it was just a, it, it was a challenging, interesting time. And I'm going through a, a fantastic course with some fantastic coaches right now. And I went through a session with them in which they had me go back to a time when, when I had it. Whatever I wanted, whatever the thing is that I feel like I don't have, go back to a time when I had it and really inhabit that self of the past and really get into that. And I did, and I held on to that, and I said, wow, yeah, now I remember. Because oftentimes in the past we've had what we need now, but we don't have it now, and it's because we can't, we can't really visualize it. We can't grasp it. We can't hold on to it. So by going back and really inhabiting that space, they'd be like, oh, now I remember what that felt like. And now that I remember what it feels like, now I can drive back towards it. I can be that guy again. 
Now, the amazing thing is when you do that, when you get the confidence, when you get the swagger, when you get the energy, something happens. And I don't know what it is because I tend to be you know, kind of a science skeptic kind of guy, but something happens. Something happens when you get that swagger and things start to come to you. Things start to come to you. I started to get this energy. I'm putting it out into the universe. And I have someone message me out of the blue saying, hey, I need some coaching. Hey, I need to hire you. What are your rates? I need to hire you. Out of the blue. No question about what I could do. They, they knew what I could do. They just wanted to know what it, was cost, what it would cost so they could hire me to do the work, which has not happened in a few weeks, probably because I wasn't putting out the right energy. Started putting out the right energy, and the right things started coming back to me like magic. But one place that that, that swagger exhibited itself is the other day, recently, uh, there was someone posting in a local community forum, and they were they were uh, in a corporate role trying to hire. I don't want to get into detail uh, to out who they are, but they're in a corporate role trying to hire, and they were, you know, from some office on the other side of the state, and they were looking to hire people for slightly above minimum wage work. And it was a very well-written ad. And so I messaged the guy because I'm like, well, it seems like you're taking this seriously and you're really trying to sell the jobs. And that's being like, we got jobs come to them. People are like, no, this is a great opportunity and here's why and blah, blah, blah. And I said, all right, yeah, I want to talk to you. I want to help you. And I reached out to him and I said, hi, I'm a bit of a connector here in the area. A guy who knows a guy, you might say. I didn't use the phrase guy who knows a guy because... Who knows how that's going to land? But I said a bit of a connector, and I'd love to get on a phone call with you and just see how I can help you, who I might introduce you to. And this guy did not get it. I don't know if he just just really thick, doesn't read well, wasn't paying attention. What? He didn't get it. First he thought I was offering him a job. Then he thought I was trying to sell him something. Then he thought something else. And he's just being rude and obnoxious. And... In so many words, I effectively said to him, do you have any idea who you're talking to? And I was finally able to get his attention and make him realize, dude, I'm not someone you want to be talking to like this. Because I can help you. I can also hurt you. I don't tend to hurt people, although the tendency, the the desire was very much there. The desire was very, very much there because he's doing this in a tight market. And it wouldn't take that much to just go help someone else who's drawing from the same from the same pool. And I did have that that desire, but that's not who I am, much as sometimes I really want to be. It's not who I am. I'm not the kind of person who gets spiteful and and takes revenge on people. Again, sometimes I'm really, really tempted, but I stuck with the conversation, and I'm glad I did, and I'm glad that I didn't, because my inclination was, you know, first off, if I were to comment on the original post he made negatively, it would have torpedoed the post, because now it casts doubt on this opportunity when someone's saying, hey, I talked to this guy, Uh, yeah, I'd stay away from this, right? Didn't do that. Very glad I didn't, because as we finally kept talking, fine, the message finally sunk in, finally got through, and he said, oh, oh, you're a connector. You can connect me to people. 
Yeah, that's why I opened with, I'm a connector. I can connect you to people. So Trevor, message finally soaked in, finally got through. He apologized for for being rude and apologized. He didn't actually understand necessarily how he was rude, but okay. As I always say, never ascribe to malice what can be effectively explained by ignorance. Um, but so he, um, he, he he did apologize, and, um, and and then he and he kept asking, he's like, so so why should I meet with you? You know, why is it worth my time to meet with you? And I was like, dude, I'm not going to explain that. If you don't understand the value I offer by offering to make introductions for you, I'm not going to sell it to you. I'm trying to do you a favor. And by the end, he's like, okay, yeah, let's meet. And I said, why is it worth my time to meet with you? After the way you've talked to me, why is it worth my time to meet with you? I flipped it around. Because I'm not just some schlub. I got something to offer. So often... We go into a situation and we respond to the heuristics. So even if you're trying to do someone a favor, you can find yourself begging to help them. You can find yourself in this weird position where, for example, I was trying to get a phone call with him so that I could help him with no expectation of return. Maybe someone would come with it. Maybe it won't. I never know with a networking call. But I knew how I could help him. I didn't know how he could help me, and he's asking me to justify his valuable time. And it's so easy to slip into that because that's the frame of the conversation. That's the frame the other person has created. And I didn't. I did not let myself do that. I said, no, that is not the conversation we're having. We are not having the conversation about why it's worth your time. We're going to have the conversation about why it's worth my time because... I was carrying that swagger because I have something to offer and I see its value. Think about your own life. Have there been times when the other person should have been very grateful to talk to you, but instead you're the one justifying why they should do it or they should be very grateful to have you do something for them and yet you're the one justifying why they should do it. You see this in relationships all the time, all the time. You see this in relationships where you have one person who is clearly the better, the better in the relationship, uh, who's, who's kind of uh, trading down to be with their partner, and yet that partner makes it as if, you know, you, the, the gorgeous girl and the dumpy guy. And yet the dumpy guy makes her feel like he's doing her a favor by being with her. When in fact, the frame is completely wrong. The frame is completely wrong. He is lucky. He doesn't appreciate it. And if she realized that, she would leave, or at least change that dynamic. Is there any place in your life where the frame is wrong, where you are giving the value, and yet you're expected to pay to give the value? Think about that. Think about that a bit. And when you discover it, it's often an unpleasant discovery, and you may resist it. But just something to think about. Someone, you know, it's one of those, I don't know who needs to hear this. But someone needs to hear this message right now, that you're giving the value, and they should be paying you. They should be thanking you. They should be begging you to keep giving that value. You shouldn't have to thank them. This can happen in a work environment. It can happen in a relationship environment. It can be in a business transaction. It can be in a social transaction. It can be a place you're volunteering. Let me give you an example. 
We often see this in nonprofit organizations where the leaders thank the volunteers. And the volunteers are the members. And the members get some value out of being part of this organization. Now, they're giving their time for free, but they get fellowship, they get a sense of accomplishment, they get something to be part of, they get all kinds of benefits. And yet, the leaders th- have to thank the volunteers and say, thank you so much for coming, we're so grateful, let me give you some gifts, let me appreciate you, whatever. And the volunteers never thank the leaders. Without the leader, there'd be no organization, there'd be no project. All the benefits they get, all the connections they make, all the satisfaction they get, they would not have if it weren't for those leaders. And yet the leaders somehow feel indebted to the volunteers because that is the frame we often see things in. Now, leaders often do that because they want to see the thing get done and they're willing to accept that. So that's okay. But if you are a follower, if you are a volunteer, if you are a member in that situation... Keep that in mind. Make sure you thank your leaders because leaders are a much rarer thing than followers. There's a lot more followers out there. Leaders are a lot harder to replace. Most organizations, when they fail, they fail because they run out of leaders, not because they run out of followers. In fact, if they have good leaders, they never run out of followers because the leaders draw more followers. So if you are the follower, if you care about the cause, thank the leaders. Thank the followers too, but thank the leaders. Make sure you're looking at it in the right frame to keep those people, because otherwise they'll realize things aren't right and they'll go do something else. And that is not a good outcome for anybody. So, my point in this is, carry that swagger. Not arrogance, confidence. Confidence that you provide value, even if you've got a little bit of imposter syndrome. How it ties into imposter, everyone's got imposter syndrome. But swagger with imposter syndrome is when you say, yeah, I know I'm not the best, but it doesn't matter because I'm good. It doesn't matter if I'm not the best because I still provide value. I still make things better for those around me, and they should still be grateful that I'm here. I'm not going to tell them they should be grateful. They can express that gratitude or not. But they should be grateful, and I know it. And I'm grateful that I have something to offer them. That's swagger. So think about where you can have swagger in your life. And if you find you don't have enough and would like to find it, that's what I do. I'm a coach. Go to michaelwhitehouse.coach, set up a complimentary coaching session. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what you want to do. Let's talk about what makes you awesome. And let's plant that firmly in the front of your brain so you can carry that swagger, that cool confidence. You still be a nice guy, still be a nice gal, still be a nice person. But uh, knowing what you're worth. All right. I'm Michael Whitehouse. I thank you so much for listening. And if you want to thank me so much for making this, email me. Michael at GuyKnowsTheGuy.com. You have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. I am really excited about The Great Discovery. If you haven't heard about it yet, The Great Discovery is a new kind of e-learning platform. What sets it apart is an affiliate system where every teacher and every learner is incentivized to promote any content. Add to that an AI-driven marketing funnel creation system, a robust community, and AI technology that will translate your voice in over 20 languages with a push of a button. Seriously, you should see the video of me speaking German. For more information, visit morningmotivation.fun slash TGD or hit the link in the show notes.